Hello, everybody. It's back. It's the two-point conversion, and my name is Ben Schluter, and I am the host of the show, and yes, I went in an awkward order for introducing it. It's almost like we've been on by, and it's been kind of weird not to have this show, but it's back, and it is, it's back. Um, it's not better than ever, uh, because I usually do my best episodes when I watch the game on television. I did not watch this game on television. I was in the stadium for the game, so I don't know as much. I don't know as much about the other team. Um, you know, that other team, what we done beat that ass for a second time. You know, I, I said this, that if, if we sweep the Falcons, the season's a success no matter what. So what if everything else happened? We swept the Falcons. We did not do that last year. We have not always done that. Not only have we swept the Falcons, we have taken a stranglehold on the lead in the series against the Falcons. You know, that that feels nice. Hadn't had a lead in that series since the 1960s. And now, it's ours. And it's ours for an entire, well, for most of a season. I believe the Saints have a two-game lead in the Saints-Falcons series, which is incredible. This game was stupid and dumb. This game should not have ended the way it did, but it did. The Saints should not have won this game. The Falcons should not have lost it the way they did. The Saints should not have won it the way they did. There is a lot of things that shouldn't have happened the way they did that did happen. So let us talk about this. Uh, I don't know where to start. It's quite a weird thing. Shall we start with the offense of the New Orleans Saints? I guess we shall. The Saints finished with 320 yards of total offense. They had 69 total plays. Nice. Fourth down efficiency, 0 for 1, but that was a very late fourth down that the Saints tried to convert. Um, Saints offensively only turned the ball over once. That was bad. Let's talk about those first two drives by the Saints. One of them was a drive. Uh, it was a long drive, 10 plays, 75 yards, 4 minutes, 54 seconds, and it was a good one. Saints used Juwan Johnson very well on the drive. Uh, Kamara, he did decently. Saints had an okay running attack in this game. Uh, only put up 100 and, I'm sorry, only, put up 134 rushing yards. That's pretty good considering what the Saints had been doing and considering the fact that the Saints had two running backs. Eno Benjamin, though he'd been picked up, he was not active. So it was between David Johnson and Alvin Kamara. And we had fullback Adam Prentice. He had a catch in this game, which is nice. Always nice to see your fullbacks get going. Plus, that wasn't just any catch. It was a first down catch. But still, that first drive, we got to talk about that first drive. That first drive was very, very good. Saints marching the ball down the field to score a touchdown. A throw to Jawan Johnson from Andy Dalton, and Jawan just stretched the ball out, barely got it out before his knee went down. Really, really solid drive to start the game. Then, on the next one, uh, two plays, 73 yards and 50 seconds. So, David Johnson went for five yards, and then, who buddy, Taysom Hill just went deep, found Rashid Shahid. He was beating two defenders and just bombs. Rashid Shahid. You have done it. You have officially earned your spot on the Saints roster for the rest of the season. There is no way we are cutting him. This guy is too good. We have found another diamond in the rough. My god, stop letting the Saints find undrafted free agents. They're too good. 
it's just too good. Every year, the Saints find an undrafted free agent rookie, and he ends up doing stupid things. Like, why? Why are we allowed to do this? This organization is too good at finding diamonds in the rough, and we don't even have Sean Payton. Well, granted, I don't know who originally found... No, because he had been signed to the squad after Payton resigned. But it was still the same dudes in the front office, and they recognized, hey, maybe the all-time FCS record holder for kickoff return touchdowns at the time, that was broken this season in the playoffs. Um, He might be fast. We should try him out in training camp. The injury to Deontay Hardy gave him a shot, and he has been nothing but productive for the Saints. He's got good hands, he's got good size, he's got good speed. Those are three things you really want. This is... This guy reminds me of Devry Henderson. If Devry Henderson returned kicks. That's how good he is. He's got that deep ball uh, threat. Haven't seen a deep ball threat for the Saints like that since Devry Henderson. Um, Could have been Brandon Cooks, but Cooks didn't have the hands to do it. And yeah. This guy does. Rashid Shahid is a bona fide star. Or at least a bona fide important part of this roster. Where... If you are an opposing defense, you cannot fail to account for him. Other things that happened in this game. Uh, the Saints barely scored. Saints barely scored. 21 points. Three touchdowns. That is it. That is bad. We played poorly in the run game. Uh, we fumbled the damn ball at the 15-yard line. At the 14, excuse me. That's where it was fumbled. It was a third and one. And for reasons beyond my understanding, David Johnson did not put a second hand on the ball despite it being third and one. Was this the only stupid thing that happened in this game? No. First, I'm sorry, it was a second and one at the 29-yard line. Our own 29-yard line. And I was looking at that play. I saw that the Falcons were looking to try and break through from their side. So I'm looking at... So it was coming towards me. So the Falcons were going to be rushing from their left side. I thought they were going to try and cut inside. Uh, what happens is that they give it up. Alvin Kamara takes the handoff and just... Boom. Now, if the Saints had tried a shot play there, I think that the same kind of thing might have happened. Although Kamara might have been able to pick up the blitz... It is second and one, and on third and one, you could have easily just pushed forward. Now, what I was thinking was just push forward on second and one to make it a first down so you don't have to deal with a third down and just keep it moving because you're in your own territory. Try and get out of there. But maybe a shot play would have worked. Could have been that. But either way, Saints offense did not really do too much. Other than, for the rest of the game, uh, other than do one of the best drives possible. After this, uh, the Falcons opened up the second half with a touchdown drive, the Saints went on a, an 11-play, 75-yard, 7-minute, 12-second touchdown drive. Just chewing clock and chewing clock and chewing clock. Did an absolute bang-up job of chewing clock. Um... Really, really good drive. So overall, in this game, uh, I mean, quarterback play was kind of... uh, I can never really tell what the right... No, I'm sorry. 
QBR on ESPN's page is their QBR. RTG is uh, the official NFL QB rating. So both ended up with a passer rating over 130. Taysom Hill had a perfect passer rating, 2 for 2 for 80 yards and a touchdown. And then Andy Dalton, 11 of 17 for 151, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's a passer rating of 132.2. That is really good. It's also because he was, you know, finding the open guys, going open, and the Saints ran the ball 34 times. Uh, that doesn't... No, wait. Yeah, that includes a kneel down. Um... Camaro led the team in rushing, 21 carries, 91 yards. Saints' run game was better than it had been in the past. They used a lot more linemen. Like, they'd bring in an extra lineman and make them eligible just to try and get holes. That ended up working. So, yeah. Uh, Rashid Jaheed, he led the team in receiving. Obviously, at that 68-yard touchdown. Um, 95 yards. Yeah, Jawan Johnson, him being back was huge. Uh, he had two receiving touchdowns. Overall, offensively, the Saints didn't really do too much, but they did enough, which is good. 21 points with the Saints' defense being decent should be enough, and in this case it was, just barely. Let's talk about that Saints' defense after we talk about the special teams. I, first of all, Good kickoff coverage. Every single kickoff but one went out the end zone, except for the one after that final touchdown because there was a roughing the passer call. So kickoff from the 50, try to pop that ball up, try and see if maybe you can return it. I'm sorry, recover it. Falcons got it, but they only got it back to their 15-yard line. So very good job there. Um, I think the Saints downed a punt inside the two or something. Very, very, very good punt. Uh, coverage team there didn't allow for very many long long returns um and Gillikin I've had problem we've had problems with him this year of in clutch situations where he needs to boot the ball away really far he would shank him and he didn't do that and I know those are basic things but you worry sometimes if because you know once is a fluke second is I think it's, what is it, once is a fluke, second is a coincidence, third time's a pattern. Uh, I believe that's the saying. And uh, anyway, he didn't keep up with it. Did very good job there. Kicking. We didn't kick any field goals. We just kicked extra points. Sometimes you'd rather just kick extra points. They're much more fun. Uh, yeah, special teams, there was nothing to complain about. That's always a good sign. In fact, there's something good. Yay. Awesome. Let's talk about that defense. That defense, we got something to complain about. Oh, they only gave up 18 points. That's great. They gave up 231 rushing yards on 39 carries. That's 5.9 yards per carry. That's terrible. Now, I will say, okay, fine. Okay, fine. But they did have that run at the end of the game for 18 yards because Desmond Ritter didn't think for five seconds he needed to throw the ball long. Jeez, I was worried. I, the reason why I had the Falcons winning was that Desmond Ritter was an unproven thing that could move a little bit. He couldn't move as much as I thought he could. Yeah, it turns out wasn't doing much of that. In fact, the Falcons did not do much in terms of actually throwing the ball. They finished the game with net passing 89 yards. 89 net passing yards. 97 gross. That's right. Desmond Ritter finished 13 of 26 
for 97 yards and nothing else. That is a passer rating of 59.3, which is pretty bad. It's his first start. I'll give him credit. He handled himself decently well for what I was expecting. Superdome is a hard place to make your first start in a rivalry game with the playoffs. They really are on the line. Like, the Falcons are still in a position to make the playoffs, and they're in a must-win game this upcoming week. They're in a must-win game for both themselves and for the New Orleans Saints, because if the Bucks win, the Saints are officially eliminated. Um, yeah, no, the Falcons ran the ball all over us. Tyler Algier, that's his name, 17 carries for 139 yards and a touchdown, a long of 43. Um, tore through the defense. Cordero Patterson, 14 carries for 52 yards. He did okay. Um, oh, I forgot to, but to complain about the Saints offense in one aspect, because speaking of the rushing game, once again, Taysom Hill got a decent amount of usage in the first half, and then didn't in the second. Though I will say he did get some usage towards the end, got this first down that was really important. Um, so that was good. At least he got usage in clutch situations, which is more than I can say in other times where they didn't even use him then. Um, but yeah. Meanwhile, with the Falcons, they just kept running the ball. They were smart. They figured out, okay, well, here's a situation to run it. Ritter, to his credit, when he saw wide open room to the other side, he'd just tuck the ball and run. Well, I give him credit for that, except during that one time when it was the end of the game and he should have not. Um, that was stupid. But it's also, he's a rookie. It's a rookie mistake. Felipe Franks got in this game. Let us all marvel at the fact that Felipe Franks was in this game and had a rush that was considered to be a rushing attempt, not a sack. The Falcons tried a trick play, a reverse. Okay, it's called a double reverse. How many times do they reverse? Once. They go one way and then they reverse it. You can't call it a double reverse if it doesn't reverse twice. Anyway, um, they tried it, and the Saints completely got that. Like, were not biting on it, had it so well covered that it turned into a covered sack. One of the best defenses of any of those plays I've seen the Saints do in a while. The Saints have had problems with that. I can go back to 2019 when the um, 49ers just brought out like four or five trick plays and completely all of them worked all of them worked the Falcons tried it completely completely shut down Ritter had nowhere to throw the ball and he had to take the sack Saints defense generated decent pressure but it was the run defense that really got to me that run defense didn't do its job Nick Chubb is going to be coming up against the Saints you think Tyler Algeier is one thing how about Nick Chubb? He'll run all over us. 200 yards, maybe. If we don't get that down. It's mostly been, to me, tackling, wrapping up, actually finishing the tackle, because guys will run through them all the time, and they're wrapped up. You have to wrap up. You have to. It's so simple. I don't know how you teach it, but you got to do it. can't really do it in practice, because the guys that you're trying to wrap up, they might get injured. But you have to wrap up. You have have to do it, and the fact that they aren't doing it has been killing me recently. Been really annoying, but um, the Saints defense did its job when necessary. They were bend but don't break. Um, 
because I'm trying to figure it out or remember or pull it up. Uh, yeah, the Falcons marched down the field on the first drive, which was stupid. Um, Alante Taylor had a pick taken away based on the reviews in the Dome. Apparently, I thought it was a pick, um, but on TV, you could pretty much clearly tell. And then there was a really dumb neutral zone infraction where Shy Tuttle got called for having, like, his hand in the neutral zone, which he was barely there. He was barely there, and the other, like, the Falcons moved, and I'm like, really? We're calling that a neutral zone infraction? There were two pass interference penalties on the Saints. I would be very, they were, they were bad. They were bad calls. Just terrible calls. And, like, there were times where I saw, like, the same crap that the Falcons were doing. And they weren't called. Like, you have to be consistent. If that's what's pass interference, okay, fine. If you call that on the Falcons, I will not be angry. You have set a consistent standard for what is pass interference and what is not. Yes, it's a subjective thing. Well, if you're going to be consistent in that subjectivity, I cannot complain. Because that's what I want. And I, and I will say this 97 billion times. I want consistency if you're going to apply a rule a certain way. Same with roughing the passer. If you're going to apply roughing the passer one way, you better apply it that same way throughout the entire game. It wasn't... I don't believe they did that with uh, pass interference. I don't think those pass interference calls were very good. Especially the one on Elante Taylor where they put the ball where there's no way that was pass interference. You couldn't have called pass interference there unless there was a jersey tug that I missed. Unless there was a jersey tug that I missed. Now, if that would have been an illegal contact penalty, I wouldn't have been angry. It probably was. They were really cracking down on that this year, and Elante Taylor plays very tight coverage. Elante Taylor had, like, three near picks in this game. Like, he nearly sixed one. Nearly had a pick six that would have been absolutely just slam the door on the Falcons there. He had one where it was knocked away by, um... Drake London, who, by the way, watching Drake London in person, okay, I can see why everyone thinks he's a uh, rookie of the year. Or at least they would have until he fumbled the game away. Let's talk about that real quick. Let's just, I just want to rub some salt in the wound real quick about that. Just about just about that real quickly uh, before we get out of here. Uh, so Drake London fumble. Saints actually forced a turnover in this game, which I don't understand how that happened either. But Drake London is going up the field. He had the ball. And then, Justin Evans. Of all guys, Justin Evans fumble. Wait, I'm looking at this. Justin Evans is being given credit for this. Are you kidding me? That guy has been basically worthless to the Saints secondary this entire year. And he finally shows up in the one moment he needs to. Bradley Roby gets the ball and he and he just returns it a little bit. But that was a massive moment. That was a massive moment for the Saints defense. Because they were at the 38. That, that was a forced fumble at the 38-yard line. They were in field goal range. And then they weren't because they did not have the football. There were Falcons fans all around us, and they were like, oh, yes, you'll be crying, and I had to remind them. Their team was still losing. After that touchdown and two-point conversion, they were still losing, and that they had to score to change that. They did no such thing. They fumbled, and the Saints recovered, which means at the end of this game, um, apparently... The Saints recovered that fumble on 4th and 1 uh, with 9 seconds left. 
Uh, that's a credit to Taysom Hill, apparently. Um, the Saints finished zero neutral in the turnover margin against the Falcons, despite having a fumble. I can't believe it either. The defense kind of showed up. Ish. Here's the other thing that I should note, though. The Falcons were without defensive coordinator Dean Pease. First off, unfortunate name, I really would feel bad for him. I hope that he did not get bullied as a child for having the name Dean Pease. Uh, but apparently he was involved in some on-field collision with... was a Saints player, as it turns out. Um, and he was sent to the medical center, which is only a couple blocks away, actually. Like, one cool thing about the city is and the location of the stadium is that the hospital where they treat where they would treat anybody that gets injured is very close by like I walked by it it is like five or ten minutes walk from the stadium so they didn't have much trouble probably getting there except fighting the traffic so that's always a convenient thing it's one of those other random things I bring up for no reason anyway so yeah, Saints sweep the Falcons, how sweet it is, how sweet it is. Oh yes. So the Saints next game will be against the Cleveland Browns that will be yes. That will be a road game on Christmas Eve, that is on Saturday. Uh cuz the NFL doesn't play a full slate of games on Christmas Day. If Christmas is on a Sunday, they will play a Sunday night game. Um, but yeah, so that should be a game. Saints have to win it to stay alive, thanks to the Steelers beating the Panthers and the, well, frankly, and the Buccaneers giving the game away to the Bengals. Uh, the Saints' playoff hopes are not dead yet. They only need some help from the division and a win. Fun. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Two Point Conversion. Hope you enjoyed this. If you did, why not share it with some other people? If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, the usernames for that are in the description. I'll be back with Goal to Go on Thursday. Yes, I will be. Talk about more football and all that. There will not be an episode of the Goal to Go kickoff show this week. Uh, cause reasons. Because I'd rather not do that the day before Christmas Eve. Y'all get that? Okay, good. So anyway, I've been Ben Schluter. This has been the two-point conversion. And until next time... Oh yeah, I will be doing a two-point conversion on Christmas Day because I made the rule of I'm doing that no matter what. Uh, because I'm never going to remember it if it's the day after, trust me. So yeah, you'll be getting that. I guess that's a good Christmas gift anyway. Uh, until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>